Welcome to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. We are taking a break from our Christmas series called Journey to Christmas with the Midwives of the Messiah to share some grief relief tips and resources and thoughts for those especially who are struggling to enjoy Christmas and the meaning of Christmas. Today's devotional is called Leaning into the Pain, and today's treasure is from the Amplified Version, Psalm 4211. Why are you in despair, O my soul? Why have you become restless and disquieted within me? Hope in God and wait expectantly for Him, for I shall yet praise Him, the help of my countenance and my God. As I mentioned in Sunday's devotional, about two weeks before Thanksgiving every year, I begin to feel disorganized, disconnected, and emotionally edgy. Responding to irritations without irritation is more difficult. Anger and impatience vie for top billing in situations that don't normally rattle me. And every year, Chuck reminds me that my root problem is grief. I miss Mark. Over 30 years after Mark's accident, the freight train of sorrow still surprises me with its ferocity and power. The first Christmas without Mark, identifying and admitting the root cause of my intense emotions freed me to accept grief once more will always be lurking, but I could turn the tables and allow my heightened emotions to make me more aware of the heart of God in Christmas. I camped out in the comfort food of the Christmas story as recorded in Luke and John. I sat at Mary's feet and pondered in my own heart all the truth the Lord had given me since Mark's death. Writing once more in my journal, life-giving scriptural truth designed to help me walk by faith. This extended time in scripture cleansed my soul and settled my emotions so I can move on to the next steps of taking care of myself physically. In the middle of my impatience breakdown, Chuck encouraged me to make a list of everything I thought I needed to do in order to keep Christmas traditions. Then he helped me eliminate needless distress by giving me permission to cross off my to-do list, the many tasks that weren't important to anyone but me. I have discovered a little more every year. I have to stop trying to recreate the old Christmas feeling and accept joy comes in all kinds of packages. I am learning to allow God to surprise me with his treasures. Each task remaining on my shortened to-do list became an opportunity to fill the house with worship music, and though tears often streamed down my face, I tackled the task of the day, knowing I could stop at any point without guilt, to cry, call a friend, take a walk, and eliminate that task from my to-do list. My body and heart told me when to stop and rest. Friends, grief is hard work. Fighting the natural longing for what was requires powerful energy. Sometimes the best weapon is to acknowledge your inability to break the ache in your soul for the one who is missing or the shattered dreams, and then armed with that truth, tackle the task of the day, sowing seeds while weeping, believing such obedience will one day reap joy. Choosing to celebrate Christmas in the midst of deep grief requires leaning into the pain in order to strengthen broken places. Each family must decide the way that suits its best. I found it helpful to mix old traditions with new ones. Preparing Mark's favorite foods and planning small surprises for my family gave me a sense of joy. We gave ourselves permission to laugh and enjoy memories of Mark. Laughing did not mean we didn't miss Mark. We also gave ourselves permission to cry whenever and wherever we needed to cry. 
I try to take care of myself physically by continuing to walk regularly. For you, it may be listening to music, shopping, playing sports, walking on the beach, or eating out with friends. Identify what comforts you and do it. You may feel guilty about enjoying even a few moments of life, but take those feelings to the Lord and leave them there. Part of your healing will come from giving yourself permission to enjoy life again. Friends commented that every time they heard the little drummer boy, they thought of Mark since he played the drums on our worship team. Collecting little drummer boy memorabilia and drum tree ornaments became a quiet way to acknowledge Mark's continuing place in our family. What holiday memento collection might help you acknowledge your love for your departed family member? Your father welcomes your tears, your pounding on his chest, your admission of what feels like weak faith. My friend, when you take your longings to him, your weak faith is actually priceless faith because it reveals your trust that he is sovereign and he is the only one who can bring any sense in this senseless moment. For those of you who are mourning, don't wait to have a family conversation about what each person wants or doesn't this Christmas season. While this conversation may be difficult because each person's needs are different and no doubt many tears will flow, planning will help alleviate potential conflict. Compromise might be required, but identifying minefields gives you time to navigate them. A Christmas grief relief resource that I want to encourage you to check out is GriefShare's resources on the holidays. Just go to griefshare.org and look for their section on holidays. It's excellent and you're going to find lots of practical ways to walk through the holidays by faith. And then for those of you who have a grieving friend, offer to help create a Christmas prep to-do list. Help your friend delegate tasks to her family and to identify tasks no one else cares about. Find out what task you can help her accomplish. Father, grief is hard, hard labor, but even in the darkest moments, we can trust you are with us. And though we now lament, we will praise you for your faithful love. Friends, as you know, we are a ministry that is focused on offering help and hope to hurting people. And it's our prayer that this special week of devotionals is helping specifically those who are grieving, no matter what their grief. And you know, there is a whole underbelly to our culture of broken people. And in particular, I'm thinking about children who have been brutalized and abused by people who should have been taking care of them. And so I want to introduce you to Barb Bollinger, who is our Help and Hope podcast. And we are calling this podcast, The Sound of Freedom in Real Life. You may have seen the movie, The Sound of Freedom, and hopefully there's an awakening of the need to address the issue of child trafficking. In this interview, Barb Bollinger, the Director of Development from Path to Freedom, where our son Chuck and his wife Melanie serve as house parents, shares information about real-life child trafficking happening in Southwest Florida and how Path to Freedom is bringing help and hope to these precious young girls you are going to be encouraged by this conversation, but you also may be discouraged to know of the deep, deep sorrow that these precious children are experiencing because of abuse. And there may be something God is calling you to do to help alleviate and lift that sorrow. So go to helpandhopenow.org. That's helpandhopenow.org and look for 
Sunchuck's conversation with Barb Bollinger called The Sound of Freedom in Real Life. I'm Sharon Batters. Thanks so much for joining us for Daily Treasure. And I pray that as you go about your day, you will remember God is sovereign and you can trust him.